also, can I just say, I mean, we'll get into it in the podcast, but fucking this, the writer's strike, man. Like, we, I got to, I almost started watching season three of Friday <laughs> Oh my God. Because <laughs> it just went on and I was like, well, that can't be the end. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Podjiba. We're waiting for it to cool down. God damn it, Dustin. <laughs> we're doing it live. Just keep going. No, we're keep going. This is, a, <laughs> this, is pod, this is the last Friday Night Lights Podjiba. The, the, the intro is ruined. Uh, it's the Podjiba Television Podcast, <laughs> a.k.a. the Friday Night Lights But Only Season 2 Podcast. Uh, I'm Podjiba contributor Dan Hamamura. With me, as always, our Podjiba TV editor, Tori Preston. Hi, Dan. Hi, and our very own Mo McArnold, Dustin Rolls. Hello, and congratulations. Congratulations, Dustin. You're welcome. Ruining the introduction. I was, look, look, if there's one thing we can all agree on, it's that I'm very good at the introduction. Yes. And nothing else. Sure. And, mm-hmm. and not this week, though. Not not today. Well, not it, wasn't, it wasn't that you were bad at it. It's that Dustin was worse. <laughs> I can, I can. It's not my job. I can live with that. Uh, anyway, um, we 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 definitely did not waste like an hour talking before the podcast started. I'm so. definitely not on my second beer. It's, yeah. Everything's fine. Uh, but what what beer would that be if you were on your second one, Tori? Uh, my <clears throat> first uh, beer is a Green State <laughs> Lager. I'm I'm drinking a very light, refreshing, and uh, just. Cold, it's cold, which is all I care about right now because it's very hot <laughs> up here in the Northeast. So, I'm I'm raising like my glass to Riggins. Yeah, is it. it's well, it's not even that, that it's hot; it's just humid. Oh uh, yeah, just awful. So, oh, no, no, it's like 95 today. It was. Is it? This is like Austin, Texas weather. But but humid. Like Austin doesn't get like this, does it? Oh my God! Yes, the humidity is like. Way, way terrible Ugh, in the I, south. It's like walking through a swamp. Only well, I know there's swampy air, but I thought it was more like <laughs> <laughs> I can't top that. Dustin, the, the south, it, te- Texas is is separate from the south. Yeah, as, as we know, <laughs> it is not. It, it's Texas is Texas, and the south is uh, something else. Um, it's just all around it, encompassing yeah. it like a warm hug. North of Texas, weirdly, oh. but you know. Anyway, that was like that, you know, it was the head of the Confederacy, as you remember. I don't think that's right. I sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Stephen F. Austin was, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Well, I'm already so, through. And, I, and so, uh, I'm drinking yes. a, <laughs> it's gonna a be a good episode. muscat from this wine club that I'm in now. <laughs> Oh, and that's it right. It is maybe the best thing I've ever had in my life. Really? I love it so much. It's like candy, yes. isn't it? It's like a very so sweet I, wine. I've never had... I, I don't know. I've never had it before. It is so good. It's like, oh my God. Is this also going to get me drunk? Because that's amazing. Well, right. describe it. Is, it. is it floral, fruity? What, how would yeah, you describe would it? It's, um... Uh, like a sweet tart wine, Ooh. maybe only like classy, 
Classy sweethearts. Mm. <laughs> it's really good. It's so good. I love this wine club. I would plug it's a it, but I don't know right? what it's called. No, no, no. It's just bottles of wine. We may I have joined because oh, there uh, somebody, uh, somebody on our site gave us a like a link or referral code. I was like, I'll try that. And then I got six bottles of wine last week, and I drank half of them. Oh my! Already? Well, that's only three bottles. That's yes. not bad. You're doing. And fine. how yeah. how long is it is this box supposed to last? A month, I believe. It's not going to. <laughs> so you can't right, reorder. It's like you get a week. box a month. Oh. Yeah. Do they have a jumbo subscription where you get twelve bottles a month? <laughs> yeah. I did, probably. <laughs> and they'll, it's, it's the one where they reach out and they're like, are you sure? It, really? Is it, are you okay? Yeah, I would like your thirstiest <laughs> tier of membership. <laughs> this is the one where they, like, I think it's advertised all over the internet where they say, we, you answer five questions and we'll send you the perfect wines. And one of the questions is like, what kind of chocolate do you like? And what kind of hmm. chocolate what, do you like? Milk chocolate, and they know me. They got me. <laughs> they pegged me. <laughs> I uh, I don't remember the name of that wine club, and uh, we're not advertising unless you unless you have a referral code you want to give away, and that's fine. Um, but I think I, I do think I I'm pretty sure I filled out the survey and never ordered anything, and then they sent me emails every day saying like, "Hey, want to finish your order?" And I just kept deleting them. <laughs> And they're like, hey, you know, you can still get that wine for 30% off or whatever the discount is today. Um, uh, I'm drinking wine that I bought from a store. Like, I don't drink that much wine as I drink wine today. But, you know, um, it's uh, Grigio Luna. It's a Pinot Grigio. Maybe if you joined a club. I don't. I See, the problem is that six bottles would take me... uh, like three months. No. Yes, because no I damn. would drink. I would drink half a bottle a week, and then when I make a mistake, I'll drink a whole bottle. <laughs> but but no, on average, I'll drink half a bottle a week, and then and then the wine will just start to start to pile up. Yeah, but you don't need a subscription service because you just have a magical apartment that manifests whatever alcohol you didn't know you wanted. Well, there's that too. Um, you would I you do. would subscribe now, get a box of wine, hide it in your closet, and discover it in five years. Yeah, bottles do just appear yeah. magically, uh, whether in my cabinet or at my door. Um, but uh, anyway, we're we're uh, this is this episode is already well off the rails. Um, <laughs> but it's our it's our final. It's the end of July, which means it's our last episode of Friday Night Lights season two. Uh, the last three episodes. Oh. This is it. Aww. Thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen. Uh, and uh, it's. It it I feel like I'm crushed it's, by this. It's a little emotional because it's this. It's sad. We got we reached the end of the story, but also because it was the writer strike year. Uh, it's it's not a. It wasn't an full end. On finale. Yeah. It wasn't an I, end. I, I, I do want to say. I do want to say. The, so so there's one thing before we jump in. I remember when I watched this in 2008. I remember watching the finale 
and thinking because I knew the show might be canceled and actually was briefly canceled before it got resurrected on DirecTV. And I remember thinking, uh, I, I really hope the show comes back, but if that's the end of it, I'm kind of okay. And I don't know. One rewatching it today, I'm like, well, what was I thinking? Right. Yeah. But Who but I know I know yes. what no I know what I was reacting to. It's not that it was a satisfying. Se- let let me <laughs> let me get this idea out, Dustin. Uh, and then you can because, tell me how. Wait wait and then wait. You can tell me how you, no, no before, wait, hang okay, before you get the idea out, I just want to say you mentioned this last week. Yes. And so I I thought we were going to get an ending <laughs> that was going to be. Would feel a little bit satisfying, right? And, and we like, did not. There's 30 seconds left. There's right. 10 seconds left. Where's right. this satisfying fucking ending coming? Right. I was waiting okay. for another murder. Okay, so <laughs> so there there are two. My my answer comes in two parts. First part is that the the final scene with Street, which we can come back to. We don't have to talk about it right this second. But that scene, okay, so. I was really I really enjoy that scene even today. And so I was like, that scene was like, it left me on a, on a nice note. The, the other thing was that there are a lot of, this okay. episode ended up, this episode ends up setting up a lot of storylines that unfortunately just disappear because it was the end of the season. Um, yeah. But because, because it starts asking all these questions, it had that feeling of like, oh, we're going to resolve these in season three. It had like that kind of. Not, like, full-blown cliffhanger, but, like, oh, wonder what's going to happen with Smash. Like, they kind of gave us an answer, but not completely uh, what's going to happen with this person, what's going to happen with that person. Um, and then all of those storylines just disappear in season three, so it doesn't matter. But They really do? Um, so, like, none... Like, do we ever know who if they won the playoff? Did they get to the playoff? I don't okay, even so know, that, sports-wise, what I should be worried about. So that part I can answer, because they, they answered at the, at the start of season three. What is um, it? So, uh, so they, no, 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 no. <gasps> so they, they they answer it in a in a Slam and Sammy radio thing to start off the season. Like you're in the car and they're listening to the uh. radio, and it's they made the playoffs, but Smash got hurt and so they lost. So like, but they, they did they, fine without Smash. Oh. So they did well enough without Smash to make the postseason, but they don't win state. Because he gets hurt in the first game, and then they, they and then they lose. Oh. Um, but. Uh, mm. Well, I guess that makes sense. You don't really want to have this, them win a, a state thingy. With off he screen. Can't, right? Yeah, off screen. Yeah. That'd be kind of sad. Um, and we can get into. We started at the end here. Now we got nothing to say. No, 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 no. That's we'll go back. True. But we got plenty. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll go back, and no, then we'll, we'll come no, no. back to season so, three. But. I had thought, and maybe this happened in a different season, uh, that. And I thought it was Santiago. Like, they lost the game or the season because Santiago was in the wrong address. Or he was playing from out of district. Maybe no. something that happened. So what you're thinking of, season. you're thinking of the, the storyline with... Um, the um, mailbox. The mailbox. with That's season four. And that's okay. East Dillon stuff. Um, with, uh, I'm forgetting the character's name, but uh, uh, Matt, no, that's not right. Oh, his real name is Matt Loria, right? Yeah, yeah, Matt Loria. Um, yeah, that's his character. He he's the one who is at Dylan, and then it turns out it's a mailbox that it's like he really lives in East Dylan, and they they do the Mighty Ducks thing, and it's like, oh no, he's in our district. He got to come play for us. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 
So do we ever, do they ever, is Santiago, like, still in the show after this season, or was that it? No, no. Santiago is never mentioned again. Oh, no. Right? Which is a bummer, because he was, like, he was... I I think I think it's a bummer because I think the actor I think he did a really good job. Yeah. And I think that like he made me care about a character that's kind of, you know, doesn't have the most development. Right. Um and his character made um Buddy more interesting. Mhm. To me. Like I liked the two of them together and I I would have yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he he doesn't come back uh uh, Dustin's favorite, uh, the favorite resident uh, from The Resident, uh, just kind of goes away. Country. I don't believe so. Wait, yeah, I was going to ask. So he and Lila, like, that doesn't work out? Uh, he, it does not, turns out. Who did she, does she, she doesn't end up with Riggins, does she? She ends up with, we're doing the, you're, Dustin, you're right, we are doing the end part first, but that's okay. She ends up with Riggins. Uh, they're dating at the start of season three, I believe, and then... That's a jump. Uh, yeah, and then <laughs> she... I forget exactly what happens, but then she leaves. He, like, goes off... She When she graduates, she goes off to uh, uh, Vanderbilt, and then, like, comes back for one more episode, and that's it. Oh. So she, okay. like, gets out and goes to a you goes know, college. Yeah. yeah. Because there was definitely a moment where, like, when she's, I, I couldn't believe, like, when she's at that dinner table and they're, they kind of, like, play that song and it's supposed to make it seem like she's, like, all happy to be with this, like, ritzy family and her resident boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely, like, as, when she's, like, looking at him and smiling, I had this moment of, like, yo, as soon as that dinner's done, she's going to turn around, leave, and go bang Reagan's. So I was shocked that she stuck around and, like, tried to put the moves on her boyfriend. Because I yeah. definitely was, like, she's sitting at that table going, what have I done? These people are horrible. Right. But then but then he uh, he didn't uh, he didn't reciprocate. He was, you know, being, I, I don't know, I guess respectful or something. Mm. That storyline, I feel like, actually kind of, like, you can see how they would have, how they would have gotten her to, to getting back with Riggins by yeah. the end of, if they had had a full season. Right. Um, it was just weird that no, no, Riggins no. and Landry were having so, parallel storylines because it was like <laughs> like Landry trying to date other people but like obviously wanting to hook up with Tyra and then it's oh, like, there, there, like there Lila a moments, like having other like this yeah. other boyfriend but like By the way there are a couple moments in these episodes where uh where they're all at Applebee's and uh it's like Saracen, <laughs> Landry and uh and Riggins are all at the same table together. I'm like, you guys do not hang out. Like I don't care I that know. Saracen just went on a bender with Riggins and like their buddies now. Like this table does not make any sense. Oh no. I just I have to say, like, of all the weeks maybe it's just that this show has like worn me down. Mm-hmm. But by these three episodes, I was like a Saracen drunk in a strip club with Riggins. And I was just like, this is a show I would watch. <laughs> like, I, li- I actually love this. Like just Saracen's a mess. Riggins who had been actually like a really response, like, cause the whole season he was actually being pretty responsible. And then for right. no good goddamn reason at all is suddenly back to being like the worst influence. Right, except that he can handle it, right? That's right. the difference. Yeah. That, like he can, he can, he can be a dirtbag responsibly. But he can no, but he, that's the thing. Like the whole time, he's been like weirdly responsible, looking out for other people. Mm-hmm. And in this situation, where it's like the team has lost Smash, clearly 
uh, Saracen is not okay. The team needs their quarterback, mm-hmm. one, whatever that is. Um, you know, and so you'd think he would... QB1. QB1. Um, so you'd think that's the moment where Riggins would, like, show that weird responsible streak he has and, like, you know, help Saracen, but also make sure he's able to show up for practice. And he's like, right. no, taking you to the strip club. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh my god, like let's go day drinking. <laughs> right. Also also this is again we're we're moving just completely backwards, but uh that episode the Saracen Heavy episode which was four, uh, episode 14 uh where he's drinking and he considers buying a motorcycle briefly, goes to a strip club with Riggins. As all teenagers um, do. Yeah, but then uh and and it's like there there were all these moments that I was like, wow, this is really like soapy and like teen drama and I, I I kind of not that I don't like it but it was again this season is probably the the most uh soapy teen soapy uh or at least as I remember it um, well, you know murder teenagers right. murdering people but but then you get to the you get to the 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 climax of that episode with when coaches like throws Saracen in the shower and then and then he gets that line of like everybody leaves me. What's wrong with me? And it's like, oh, this this episode can so this good. show can still get you to that. Like it's so heartbreaking. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> now now Target's gonna say that that's not correct. No, uh, oh, no. it was a very good scene. However, mm-hmm. here and this goes back oh. to again. Like this is my problem with Coach. <laughs> he was like, it's like. I man, it's like some sort of fucking mesmerizing like situation where I'm like you fall into his personality. Mm-hmm. And like if you take a step back, he's a terrible like he knew that whole day like he smelled alcohol on Saracen's breath at the practice. Let him get away with it because he needs his quarterback. Right. He shows like he's covering like if he were actually the responsible school hired adult in this situation, <laughs> he shouldn't be letting the fact that his quarterback is drunk. Like he should have suspended him. Right. Like all of that behavior is wrong. And he's no, like, no, I'm going to go pick your grandmother South. up at the, at the <laughs> hospital and take you home. And I'm going to throw you in a bath and listen to you and like all this right. stuff. And I'm like, it seems so nice and understanding, but you know, the whole time I'm like, dude, you should have suspended him like that afternoon when you smelled alcohol know. in him. Like, what is wrong with you? But it's like, yeah, because he lost Smash, he couldn't get rid of Saracen. So he's letting Saracen get away. And I'm like, he's not actually. It's like you want to believe in him. But if you take a step back, he's not being <laughs> responsible. Like, ah, like he might be a very good coach, but it's just that everyone cares about football more than anything else. Like, it's yes, just so but that's warped. the point. No, no, that's like with Santiago. That was the thing. It's like if you suspend him, then you cannot be there for him. You cannot be his support system. You cannot be his family. So you. So you you're condoning the no, but like, like none of that. No, but okay. Santiago was a different situation. There was nothing that he could have been suspended for. It was just this weird situation of them forcing him to play football in order to have right. a job and a place to live. This right, is a completely but... <laughs> different situation. <laughs> this is him. Can't, the... He can't lose his quarterback. I, like... I think, I don't think it's quite that cynical, Tori. No, although yeah, I, although, I, although so I, I, I get your point of view and I, when you lay it out like that, oh yeah, it looks real bad. 
Yeah, but, he's like, oh, I don't smell anything. I'm like, motherfucker, you but, but do. But I, I think, I, I mean, I think the the benefit of the doubt version is that he's trying to, he's trying to, he's trying to, he's trying to corral him without, like, like a straight suspension will send him completely off the rails. So it's yes. like, no, we need to, we got to try to kind of like rein him in without going to that extreme. But yet. he doesn't try to rein him in either. He just right. turns a blind eye and hopes right. it'll, like, and I can understand to a certain extent being like, I'm going to be understanding and hope he, he just works it out of his system. Right. I get that. Right. Like, it's Saracen. He's not, like, had a bad history. It was, like, a fucking one-week thing. And also, I don't think he ever yeah. talked to... I don't think he and Coach ever talked about... Because um, a lot of it is, like, pent-up Carlotta stuff, which was kind of, like, disappeared for two episodes because Saracen was barely in a couple episodes and then, right. like, is all loaded into that one episode. Yeah. Um, so it's not like... I mean, you know, maybe he should ask the question, but... I don't think Coach actually knows what's up with him. He just knows he's acting out. And that's fair. And I don't think Coach would know everything that's going on with everyone. Right. I mean, the, the alcohol thing, it's definitely like, oh, no, yeah, he should take action at that point. Like, that yeah. I get. But. Well, what? Okay, but, like, everybody else on the team has probably been drunk at practice. I mean, he didn't come <laughs> to school that day. That, that would have, neither did Riggins, but... It's just the way things are sometimes. Riggins operates under his own rule set. Yeah. Right. And I love Riggins' rule set, and I loved Saracen when he was operating under Riggins' rule set. Like, I was fine with that. I'm just saying, as a coach, okay, so maybe you don't even suspend him, but you just kind of pull him aside and go, I know you're drunk right now, I can smell it on you, and you need to leave Mm. and come back sober. Mm. And if you do this again, I will report you. You don't turn to your assistant coach and go, I don't smell anything. <laughs> like, come on. Right. Um, that also leads me to, there, there's one other sports runner in these episodes, which it's kind of a bummer that we don't get to see entirely where it goes, um, is the volleyball thing. <gasps> because be, so much fun. Because it's, it's weirdly fun and replaces football that we don't see that much football in these last three episodes. Um, but also, it sets up that whole like, like, like Tyra's hanging out at the Taylors a lot. One so that Tammy can recruit her, and then two so that uh, Julie can be jealous. Julie can be the worst. Yeah, yeah. she. But can do but also, to be the worst. but Julie has a point here. Is what I was going to get sure. to. Is that Julie is the worst? But like, her mom, like her mom, forgot about her. <laughs> yeah, she was at the DMV, and she forgot about her because she was hanging out with her volleyball girls. Yeah. Yeah, well, no. Who would you hang out with? <laughs> I mean, I would hang out with Tyra. Like, but still, that's her. That's that's her daughter. Come no, on, yeah. Sure. It, once you realize that it was she wasn't just acting out because she was jealous, and that was what was funny was Tammy's like, "Are you just jealous?" It's like, no, you uh, like I was waiting there for hours, and you're like, "Oh God, Julie's actually right. That's how bad this is." Like, <laughs> that's how wrong Tammy was. Was in yeah. That no, but I loved, yeah, Tammy getting to coach, and mm. I do think it was funny, though, because it's obvious that they don't know a whole lot about volleyball compared to right. football, because her coaching consisted of, like, what, it was the only coaching note she could give during games was, like, like talk to each other, communicate, right. communicate, communicate. <laughs> like, that's right. all she could say. <laughs> also, that team went from not being able to, not being able to, like, like do anything. Uh, dig, dig a, a ball at all. To being, like, you know, okay within, yeah. like, a week. Yeah. And does, um, it's like, does I Tyra continue like, playing? 
Like in next season, does she still play volleyball? I don't, I don't believe volleyball, volleyball ever comes back again. <laughs> what? Yeah. I feel like I feel like they had that set up in the background so when the Panthers got knocked out of the playoffs and they still had three episodes left for the season that they could then turn focus on the volleyball team winning mm-hmm. like state or something. Yeah. Well, not and, state, but winning a well, sometime. winning sometime. winning a big yeah. <laughs> but it also gave it also gave Riggins a nice low status moment where he's there and like he again weirdly like in the other when he was helping the other team he like Gymnastics, weirdly gets yeah. into it and like knows what's going on in the sport and is like trying to actually I trying to make them better. Love Riggins, like it was so cute. <laughs> he's all busted and he's just sitting there like like helping out, getting really yeah. into it. Oh. Yeah, like, assistant coach Riggins is kind of, like, the best Riggins. Yes! Yeah. Like, I just want him, like, helping out with every other team. Like, I don't care if he never plays football again. Just, like, keep, like, throwing the volleyballs to the girls' volleyball. Like, oh. But, okay, so then that's my question. Why was Tyra able to focus by getting mad at Riggins? Like, why was pelting him with the ball the thing that helped her get stronger? Like, I knew she was angry about a lot of stuff, but it oh, seemed to well, be, like... Oh, well, at the, at the start of the... Siri, like in the in the pilot, they're dating. Well, kind right. of. Right. So, I think it's just like I, I think it's just like she doesn't hate him, hate him, but I think it's just like it's your ex, you know, whatever. Um, he also, I don't remember if they were dating. It, it's at this point, but he he sleeps with Lila very early in season one. So oh. okay, I think that yeah. that drama comes like that drama basically carries through much of the first season. So even though she's not like outwardly upset, I think she's definitely like, Oh, you're a jackass. Yeah. I wanted to add very quickly that with the Lila storyline with, um, the The youth pastor, that Mm -hmm. this was a storyline that plays out in the South all the time. And it's very common that this just ends in, uh, anal. <laughs> why do to be clear, why did to be you clear, that's that? not where the that's not where the show ends. We in. don't know. No, no. It could no, is, well, well this, as far as no, what no. we've seen, the everything but thing is like a huge thing in the south, and there's like articles written about it in like serious publications because, like the Christian, the the hardcore Christians, they don't want to have sex and like lose their virginity, so they do that, and they think that's okay. Uh, so. It's like a huge sort of like trope within high school for like all of the Bible Belt. So, okay. And I, I appreciate that you're sharing, that you're sharing this with us. Um, <laughs> really... It's a joke, but it's also not. No, I know. But so are we supposed to, is the takeaway that we should be glad that that scene between her and the resident didn't end that way? <laughs> like he actually left rather than trying to... I, I like. Well, I mean, no, it confused. wouldn't have happened then. It would have happened like in the season finale. So you're saying the writer strike kept us from the Lila anal sex scene? Uh huh. <laughs> a little bit. I'm a little uncomfortable with this conversation. I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I might not... tune into season three now. <laughs> I'm not trying to be like weird about it. I'm just saying right. that this is what happens in the South in the Bible Belt. Mm-hmm. And he was very much like, a, I mean, he's a youth pastor. He doesn't want to do that because he wants to wait for marriage, and that's, that's the, the big loophole. Yeah, but I mean, like, 
I, I understand that in restricted communities are looking for any way to break the rules without breaking the rules, but also like that's not right. really a loophole. <laughs> like, right. Okay. I know like I understand. Sa- I understand in the, the same <laughs> world where the coronavirus is a hoax, it is a I know. loophole. You're oh I it's know, a very I understand. Messed up it's very messed up in world, yes. <laughs> it still says what world is it not say? Oh, uh, let's see. Speaking of other relationship storylines, uh, you're not going to top this, Dan. Uh, oh no, no, I'm not going to top it. I'm bringing us back to to the clean, wholesome side of things. Uh, I love oh, so Brea Grant's character, Jean, like the little nerdy freshman who yeah. like is in love with Landry. <laughs> she makes him a mixed CD, which is so like uh, perfect of the times, and yeah. like definitely not something that I did Power in high school at all. Power metal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, and she like she's like they're they're perfect, which is of course why he also, fucking ruins it because what an asshole. But like one of those Applebee's He's conversations, Landry, what the fuck? When Landry's like, you know, she's like really into cinema, so I'm trying to figure out like the best date. Should I take her to see Jaws or Wrath of Khan? And I'm like, <laughs> those are not like. I mean, like, they're great movies, but it's not like you're sitting here going, like, I'm really going to impress the cinephile right. by it's, taking well, her but, to but, either Jaws or Wrath of but she, But she did talk about, like, the Mystery Science Theater thing, right? So she's, right. like, she's like cool, no, she's cool. like, she's I want to, like, we're going to, we can see a good movie or we can see a bad movie. Not that either of them are bad, but, like, we can see a good movie or we can see a nerdy movie or we can see a movie that we can make fun of. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely... Yeah, the mystery science theater thing. I was like, oh my god, that I would have been just as excited. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, we could just watch all of it over the weekend. Yes. So you guys knew who Brea Grant was, because I—I mean, I saw Heroes, but I didn't remember her from that. You you guys knew her from other things. I think I knew her. I think I saw her in this, and then I knew, and then when Heroes came out, I was like, oh, she's the girl from Uh. Friday Night Lights. If I'm getting the, uh, if I'm getting the timing right, I don't remember now. But no, that's right. Yeah, that's you right, would have. Yeah. yeah. But I've seen her in enough things that I'm that now I know you know who she is as an actress. Yeah, I definitely um, recognize her, but it did throw me because she's so young, mm-hmm. or she you know she looks probably because she's playing like a freshman with dreads. Like I was right. like, wait, what? Um, she was like, yeah, that, I I never felt more like Landry than when he was around her. She was like. That's the girl I wanted to date in high school. Like, more than anything in the world. <laughs> I know, but you're we supposed to want him. They had him in Texas. Yeah, he fucked now. up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Landry made the worst decision of his life. Just, like, horrible. Because I'm assuming, so are, are he and Tyra broken up by the time season three starts? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, by the and Tyra are no, never a thing again. By, by the time season three starts, they have, they have dated... And then they, they they basically, if I'm remembering correctly, they basically joke it away where, like, Saracen makes a comment, like, you know, I liked you two better. It's like one of those where, like, I liked you two better when you were a couple. And they're like, no, we don't <laughs> want to talk about it. It's like that kind of joke. Oh. Um, and then, uh, except there is one point where, 
I'm pretty sure this is season three. I don't remember. I don't know if this is right, but is season three, Dustin? Maybe you remember. Is season three the uh, uh, the rodeo plot line for her? For Tyra oh. or for yeah, it is right, isn't it? Because that's her senior I totally year. Forgotten about and she that. like runs yeah. away. So so Tyra, uh, it's it's her senior year uh, because everybody's a senior in season three. Um, <laughs> they were all sophomores, turns <laughs> out, uh, and. Uh, she uh, she she starts dating like a rodeo cowboy, and like runs away with him when he goes on the circuit for like three episodes, and then she comes back, and she's and then she's like, oh no, how am I getting into college? Because I skipped like a month of school, and then they they work that out eventually. But <laughs> um, but there's a thing where she keeps coming back to Landry for like friendship, and then he gives this great speech. Well, I remember it was great at the time. I don't know if it holds up. But he basically says, this is the giving tree. I'm the tree. Like, you keep coming and chopping me down and turning me, and all, I'm, all that's left now yes. is a stump. He's I like, I'm, that. Yes. I am a stump now. And, but he doesn't Aww. say it in, like, in like the giving tree way of, like, no, it's nice. I can be here for you. He's like, no, you cut me down, and I'm just a stump now, and I have nothing left. Yeah, like, I'm done. This is it. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, it's kind of sad from what I remember. But I'm, anyway. I'm not, that doesn't make me happy. Because, like, the one thing that comes out of the season is that, like, they really do kind of like each other, even if they shouldn't, and it, and none of it makes any sense, and it was all right. hinged on a murder. So part of me is just kind of like, if you're going to go through all of this to stick those two characters together, just let them be endgame. Right. Like, why I, can't it just be the really pretty giant volleyball player and the kind of weird guy who lost his watch that we've never heard about again? <laughs> I think my guess, I, I don't know what it was, but my guess is that it has to do with because it came out of the murder and they're just like, let's just pretend that that, let's just make that go away. Because I do love when she, yeah. like, when they have their, when she confronts him outside of the theater and mm. she's like, well, of course I was confused. Like, you know, and just kind of references that it was so dramatic when they started right. their feelings together with right. still even at that point not saying, you know, because you killed that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when we hooked up because you murdered a guy? <laughs> you murdered a guy for me and it was yeah. horribly traumatic for both of us. Yeah. Uh, no, it was just um. a really confusing time. <laughs> uh, let's see what else what else came up in, in these I, last three episodes what's I want to say this and, and, and this really comes out about Coach when his conversation with Street but also uh, in his interactions with um, Saracen and even Smash it's like the great thing about Coach is that he doesn't he doesn't like give the hugs he doesn't go out and fix the problems he helps his kids fix their own problems. And it's so great to see that. And I just like, again, it's why he makes me want to be a better person. Except that he then gets <laughs> drunk and beats up his wife's ex-boyfriend that he stole her from <laughs> because he's jealous for literally no reason. And I agree with you. I think Coach is, again, a great coach. But I, I, and about, I, I've now become, I do, I do actually appreciate that he is a very good coach, and then he's such a Neanderthal when it comes to his family. I think, <laughs> it's, I, that's I think the duality. I, that's the, like, you know, when it comes to his wife, he's very, he's charming, and he's loving, and then he, you know, gets drunk because he's, he's, you know, he feels bad that 
her ex. I have a little bit of a out. theory about that, uh, which is that not not that this is conscious in the way that it's written because I think it is written in this way where like you like you pointed out the other week that coaches always coach so like when he's talking to Tammy he's coach yeah. and he's like coaching her which is weird yeah. in retrospect but um, I kind of like every time they can make him look shitty yes and like Tammy and it elevates Tammy uh, so like when they get in that fight and Tammy's just like I'll see you at home yep. <laughs> she just takes off like it, it, it's it's a great. Um, not that you know, not that her character should be judged in relation to his, but it it elevates her. And anytime they do that to, to elevate her, I really enjoy that. I did. I love that. And her the next morning, where it's like, say it louder, honey. Like yeah. having Julie. That was yeah. all. We're all going <laughs> to church. <laughs> say bye. Say louder. <laughs> Um, uh, I also like that uh, when when Peterberg shows up as uh, Mo McArnold, her ex, uh, he is he is literally a black hat. Like he is wearing a black cowboy hat. It is. It could not be clearer. Yeah. Who this guy is? He's just so smarmy and awful. I had a very vivid memory of that scene, and I felt like there was some sort of satisfying conclusion to it. But there's not. He never. You comes mean the back. fight? There's no. Oh, yeah, yeah. His character. I, I, his character and the fight. I just I remember the fight, mm-hmm. and then I, and then I kept waiting for like, it to resolve itself. But there was no resolution to that. I yes. didn't remember that at all. I was like, oh, Peter Berg's in this. Oh, that's weird. It's Tammy's ex boyfriend. Oh, this is clearly like you can see where this is headed. <laughs> yeah, but it, I, you know, I did like that idea of, you know, coach. It is nice to see Coach kind of confronted because you, while he may be exasperated or, or overwhelmed or tired or like there's always a lot of things going on for him, but he's usually very capable. And this was a situation where like you're really seeing him feel, uh, uh, not, kind of self conscious. Like he's feeling mm-hmm. not adequate. Right. And that was an interesting kind of moment for him because it just makes him angry. Right. You know, and it's not like he doubts Tammy or, or their relationship or whatever, but it, it's it's seeing her be excited to be in this, like, fancy setting, you know, with the and seeing her ex-boyfriend ride off in a helicopter and all this stuff, and he's just, you know, those are the things that he can't, he doesn't, he can't give her. Right. You know, and it was, it was an interesting little, little moment, um, and I do, which I, you know, I, I'm not saying, like, I, I did appreciate that it then like he he doesn't back down from the drinking and he, he's like no I will go shot for shot and we will we will do this and then they just get in a brawl and it's just right. ridiculous and it's you know there was no coach really? having the right answer to that situation it was just coach making all the wrong decisions and Tammy being like go for it dude bye right um, and and that that's again that, that's one of those things that kind of like carries over. At least the first few seasons where um, they kind of come back to this thing where, like, Coach isn't making as much money as he thinks he should. And that, like, that he want like, he wants to provide more for his family, but it's like he's, it, it, it it's never, it's very rarely, like, text. It's usually just kind of on the side. Yeah. But there, there are multiple times where it's like he, he clearly wants to provide more, but it's kind of like, but also the 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 dream job track he's on doesn't necessarily allow that. Yeah. Um, 
and it, it flares up from time to time, and this is one of those times where it kind of flares up. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting element of that kind of machismo mm-hmm. issue, where it's like, he tends to be on the less toxic side of it, but there are, you know, it's... But he has it in him. He has sure. it, and he doesn't yeah. know what to deal with it, and yeah, he'll get in a brawl. <laughs> like a completely, <laughs> he will make a complete embarrassment of himself for no reason. Um, it's because he's human, Tori. I Just know. Like the rest of us. I know. And I'm saying I appreciate <laughs> that he has that in him, and I love the way Tammy handles it. Uh, I also think it's realistically a coach that wins state championship in Texas gets paid more than anybody else in that city. Even if he yeah, but he, comes back. Well, that's the thing, though, is that like, they, they set that up, Dustin, where he le- because I he know. left... His pay is not is yeah. not the same, um, and he also doesn't get shoved off to the, like the crappy uh, school when it splits in half. As well, that's that's different though because that's the the yeah. McCoys have so much money. Um, Tori, that's you right. you may not get there, but uh, I hope you do because uh, again, season three. I love season three. Um, I almost accidentally watched it because I couldn't <laughs> believe that was the end of season two. <laughs> I downloaded season three as soon as that episode was over. I'm like, I'm watching. I'm, I'm not stopping. Season three has a lot of... So So one thing that, that for better or worse, season three does, um, even though it does a reset and it kind of pulls back on a lot of storylines, the, 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 the arcs that they do end, uh, I've said this multiple times now, but they, they, they end them in a satisfying way. So I think that um, the things that they unwind end up being worth it. Um, even though thinking about it, it doesn't quite make sense. So like, as an example, um, the smash story, like smash kind of his storyline basically gets reset because of his injury that we never see. Um, and and then he gets a, he gets a satisfying kind of ending to his story. Um, what is it? And so he doesn't end up in Whitcomb. No. So, so what happens is he, he was supposed to go to Whitmore and I, yeah. I think that this the unwinding of it is weird to me because the coach there is Eric Taylor's uh, mentor, and it's like like I don't was he was he in any of the episodes this season? I don't remember. No, he wasn't no. in any of the episodes. Okay, this but season he until he was this. in the pilot. Yeah. Oh yeah, Tori, you watched the pilot. Yeah, he's the coach that that Coach Taylor meets like briefly in the parking lot, and they're like talking about something. Yeah. Um. So he's kind of his mentor. So it's weird that so what happens is Smash gets injured and loses his scholarship offer to Whitmore, which is weird because you'd think, one, colleges will still give guys their scholarship and, like, you know, just let them rehab for a year. But, and it's weird that... they wanted him. Right, and it's weird that this guy who, like, knew Smash would be a star from, like, middle school would do that to him, but they they never explain it. It's fine. Uh, Maybe the coach got fired or whatever because their team was not very good. Um, But uh, in any event, so Smash loses his scholarship and he's working at the, the... uh, not Dairy Queen, Foster Free, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, Tasty he's just, Yeah, he's just working there um, and kind of, like, down and out and, like, you know, oh, my life sucks. I'm never going to do anything. And um, he gets, basically, he gets healthy. The The short version is he gets healthy and Coach gets him a, a walk-on tryout at, I want to say it's Texas A&M, but I'm not sure, but, like, a big-time school. 
and they're basically like it's like the total wish fulfillment because they're basically like oh there's no way that this guy could do it and he's like come on just give him a give him a workout let yeah. him show you what he can do and uh and he does and he's great and they they're like great we'll bring him in and then Aww. so he gets to go off to to play uh, and so the whole altercation with those guys and and the stuff with his sister like none that of that all kind of goes away. Yeah, yeah, all goes away. That goes away. Uh, we never see his girlfriend again. Um, so I don't know what happened with her. Um, but and then and then I think there's one. So that happens. He goes off to A and M or whatever school it is. And then there's like one moment in season four or five where you see a clip of him on TV and he's like a star now. So it's oh. like oh, it worked out. Um, that's but, good. That's but nice. on Smash, that that leads me to one of the other things I wanted gets, to point out, which was he gets he, the his, Booby Miles storyline. Uh, yes. Uh, but like he had uh, uh, also in episode fourteen, the same one with Saracens. What's wrong with me? Uh, I had forgotten how that episode ends with him, uh, like alone in the in the. Uh, Locker the room. locker room, and it was so great. Like I was like, oh, I forgot about this moment and how yeah. heartbreaking it is. Oh yeah, um, that was a really good scene. Like him just rallying and coming to mm-hmm. like prop up the team, even though he couldn't play. Like, yeah, I think that what's as much as like at first that kind of the situation with like his girlfriend's parents and his mom and like that annoyed me. But the the way it all played out and having it lead to that scene. Mm-hmm. really humanized Smash in a way that hadn't... Because he was just sort of like the cocky star. Right, And, right. you know, him fighting with Saracen all season and all this stuff. And, like, yeah, the way... Even the scene where he's, like, hugging his sister because she's getting these harassing phone calls and all this stuff. Like, it... There was a lot of really good material. hmm You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and that, that last shot was heartbreaking. I... I felt really uncomfortable by that storyline because it did not get to the point where it could be resolved. Because mm-hmm. that's because he, the white dude was like picking on his sister, and then yeah. he had to pay for it, and that's probably fairly realistic for the South. But right. on a show like this, at some point, Smash should get like the ability to I don't know. It felt like the show was saying that Smash did the wrong thing by sticking up for his sister. Well, I don't know that I would say that. I no. think yeah. I think that it's I think that it was, or at least to me, it read like um, that that he he's punished for doing the right thing. Yeah, right. Like every it's time he's an unwinnable he, situation. If he yeah. if he had looked out for his career, he's a terrible brother. Right, mm-hmm. but even but, coach didn't like. Well, because remember, the issue but Coach wasn't stick up for him. Well, no, but the issue wasn't. He apologized. He was fine. The right. guys went out after his big apology, which he handled very well, and kept trash talking him. And if he hadn't spoken to the press after that, right. if he hadn't recanted his apology, he would have been fine. Right. The That's issue when was he literally the, his, yeah. Uh, the, the issue was never actually that he punched this dude, which was also another funny situation because the show is basically saying, yeah, if someone comes for your family, you should punch them. Uh, <laughs> that's not the problem. The problem is you didn't play the PR game afterwards. Right. 
you know, it was not the best well, yeah, messaging, but I also think it was distressing. It was, it's distressing. They lost, you know, I think it would have been resolved if there was more to the season, but I also think to a certain extent, um, I didn't, I thought dramatically it gave him more to do, but I also, I, there is a certain extent where like, it's an, it is an impossible situation. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's that no, it, in saw. some ways, because it was truncate, a truncated season and they couldn't resolve it. It made it maybe more realistic than they would have even wanted it to be. Probably. Right. Like I, I watched those three episodes last night after having read about the Covington kid. Yeah. Winning the lawsuit. And all I could do was look at that yeah. asshole on Friday Night Lights and see the Covington kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, it was it, it was it was really hard to watch because you know exactly what happened and it was terrible. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I do think the show walked a a, a fine line of not uh, what what smash like where Smash stepped out of line. You know, like he on the one hand, it's like okay, you shouldn't have lied to your mother. You you know, you weren't supposed to go out with this girl. But on the other hand, it was understandable that he did. Right. The the right. mom. It was kind of the both of the mom is wrong, but her fears are wind up being justified. Right. Uh, so then, okay, so he's gone out with this girl he wasn't supposed to, and he made his sister sit away from them. So this situation develops, and he he goes back and tries to do right and protects his sister, and it never mm-hmm. says like, you know, you were wrong for punching the guy. Every all of his friends, the coach, everyone is like, you know, yeah, you defended your sister. Everything that goes on, you know, where he gets dinged is when he ha- when he gets hot headed and speaks to the press and recants his apology. Right. If he hadn't done that, if he had kept his cool, but again, it's that uh, it's that situation of he shouldn't have had to keep his cool, mm-hmm. and that's frustrating in its own right. But the show is never like, actually saying said, he was wrong to punch the guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, also because we're right, we're on guy, his side, we're like, no, that guy deserved it. He totally deserved it. But you know, and obviously, yeah. like in a perfect world, you could have found a way to resolve it without violence. I understand that, but it, you know, right. the show right. also understands, like in that situation, like oh, we wanted him to punch it. We like, wanted we him to punch it. You know, right, and yes. and again, the thing of like, no, you know. He he got in trouble for telling the truth, for kind of saying, yeah, my apology was crap after hearing this. Like, no, right. I don't. Like, I defended my sister. I shouldn't have had to deal with that. He was he was telling the truth, and he got punished for that. Right. And that's a really terrible situation, but also it's that is sadly realistic. He was in a no, mm-hmm. he, there was no way to win, mm-hmm. not without being, you know, yeah. I think I just wanted Coach to say to him, this is a no-win situation. Yeah, to acknowledge and it. You are right, and say you, you know, you did the right thing that was prob- that worked out the wrong way. Right. But I don't think that that's. I, you know, again, I don't think that I that's guess, Coach's yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. He he found a way. Does. Yeah, he found a way to get a scholarship for him out of this mess. And that is what Coach does. He, you know, he finds that opportunity to help his players succeed when all else seems grim. You know, he did kind of. Tori, I feel like you're on a 
first name basis with coach now, so this is very... <laughs> I know. I'm telling you, man, but I, like, it was really, I wasn't expecting him, but also, again, like, I think the, the Smash storyline, I wasn't expecting that storyline. I hated it when it was first set up. And I and part of it was because I thought Smash was just a really annoying character all season because I didn't have right. first season to like grow to I don't know if you grow to love him in the first season or not but no, I just he, found him obnoxious he was obnoxious in the first season too yeah, yeah. There, and, there, there's also love uh, it anyway there was also <laughs> uh, well again in the this was most pronounced in the pilot which Tori I remember we made mm-hmm. you watch sorry Tori yes uh, we did but but the uh, but the the kind of the racial divide between Smash and Riggins. That kind of continues in season one for a little bit, like, um, and even through like the, it's it's obviously much less explicitly a, a racial thing. I mean, between him and Riggins, um, by the by season two, and then even less so by season three. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, he's definitely he's uh yeah he he's and he's not like the. I'm trying to... What's the way to put it? Like, I don't know that Smash is ever a character that you're explicitly rooting for early on. Yeah. Like, they don't... I mean, they don't put him in that position. Like, right. by the end, you definitely are. Yeah. But um, because he's kind of a foil to Riggins, who I feel like a lot of people were rooting for. Right. And he's kind of... And in this season, he's a foil compared for to Saracen. Saracen, who, yeah. Who people are rooting for. Yeah. Um, but so this was the storyline that really kind of pivots your sympathy for him. Right. Like, right. this is the start of it. Because that was what I found, was, like, even mm-hmm. just in the terms of season two, mm-hmm. yeah, all of a sudden I'm like, wow, I did not care about your character, and now, like, you're absolutely heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing you, that this... Sorry, this was the bad season. <laughs> that's yes. one thing that this show did really well, though. I mean, they do it with a lot of characters. Billy Riggins becomes incredibly sympathetic. Sympathetic. Yeah. Oh man. The 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 meth. Oh god. Oh yeah, the meth thing that they resolved, and then Billy screws it up when they're trying to leave. Oh Billy, like he julied it. He julied it. Three thousand dollars. I know, and Lila. I love how Lila just shows up. Yeah, she's like, I still don't want to date you, but here's like three thousand dollars. Yeah, here's three thousand dollars. Like, like what the fuck? Lila. Lila is very three hundred dollars, maybe. Lila is very confusing to me. I do not understand, like, her character. And it's, yeah. I know it's because I missed first season, but... No, it's not. I mean, <laughs> I, I think... I think No, honestly, I, I, I think that she kind of got shafted. Like, she doesn't... She never... She doesn't have the consistent storylines that other people do. No. Um, and some of it is because... It's, I feel like it's because, like, even, like, in the pilot... It's kind of presented as like, uh, like I remember reading an article about the show and saying that like one of the things that they said in the pitch was um, like that, that when it's something that makes the pilot so great is like, we want to start off with like all of these types, like the, you know, the, the brash so-and-so, the alcoholic, and then like the golden boy quarterback with the perfect girlfriend. And then we're going to destroy the quarterback in the pilot. Yeah. And um but because like Lila's her her uh her archetype is in Perfect service girlfriend. of another character, right? Right. So she almost is her character is almost created out of this sense of like in being in service to other characters. And so she I, I don't know that she she ever quite like she has her own storylines obviously, but um 
But she doesn't have quite... I, I, I don't know that they ever found quite the same drive for her that they found for other people. I, until you said that, like, she graduates, I thought she graduated last season. I did not realize she was still in high school this season. <laughs> I mean, she I might know be there was in like college a, in season three, but I don't, I don't think so. The know. only time you see her in the context of the high school this season mm-hmm. is when Tammy makes her and Tyra <laughs> right. teach... The oh, dance. Right. Uh-huh. right, right, right. Otherwise, it's like everyone else you see milling around the high school, and then you see mm-hmm. her at a radio station. Right. Like, you never see her at high school. So That's I right. kind of forgot that she was supposed to be a student. I, I thought she graduated last year with Street. Now I'm really forgetting whether or not... Maybe she was a senior in season two, so maybe by season three she is like, about to go off to college. I don't remember. Like, does she? Um, like, what? <laughs> I don't either. I definitely well, thought the prom- she would have no recollection of her season three. The problem is that she leaves and then she comes back for like one episode in season four. Well, I, so I was confused because when she's at that dinner with her like fancy boyfriend's fancy family and they're like, well, where do you want to go to school? Uh, and she's like listing all these colleges and then saying Princeton. <laughs> and I was like, so are you just taking a year off, like, before applying? Like, aren't you out of school? And then that's when I realized, like, oh, you're still supposed to be a senior. Like, <laughs> literally did not realize she was a high school student. <laughs> Which also means that he's dating a high school student and bringing her home to his family. Right. Again, another one of the situations where nobody cares about age in the show. Wait, but how old is he? Do they ever say? I mean, he seems like a... Working adult. I mean, they never say. He's I guess a youth pastor. So he's right. got to be an adult. Got to right? go to school for that. Which now you keep saying youth pastor, and all I can think of is anal. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. that's the exact oh. association you should have. Okay, so uh, so just briefly, uh, I just looked it up on Wikipedia because I I had to know. Uh, Lila is a senior in season three. <laughs> So, so she's a yeah, junior. Yeah, that's what I was she's a junior this year. She was a sophomore in season one. Um, Why wasn't she at high school? Well, I guess she was. We just didn't pay attention to her high school yeah. she, stories. No, there were none. She wasn't get. She wasn't hitting on like the weird English teacher. So there were none. <laughs> I'm so upset. This is my problem. Like poor Lila. Like she's like we literally can't tell how old she is because she's right. not treated. Her story makes no sense. Right. And she's about to get oh god. Oh my god. I'm 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 just looking at the what she happened dated in season three and Minka I Minka Kelly all stuff. dated Derek Jeter for a while though, so it's all good. Is it? Oh yeah, don't tell me don't spoil season three. I'm not gonna spoil season I'm three for you, but really gonna start watching that right. next week. Um, Are you gonna have time? Because you're gonna have three episodes of Supernatural to I'm watch. So That's excited. true. Uh, wait, wait, we have to get I'm to that. Figure it out. Don't I'm not going to watch three episodes of Friday Lights a week. I think you should just do one a week, just as like a as like a nice like come down from a from a long day. A palate uh, cleanser after Supernatural. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. Wait, thinking. we're gonna get to the Supernatural stuff, but maybe I'm uh, thinking I'll just use it to like like. Uh, but there there are a couple more things. Okay. I, I, or that or there's at least one more that I want to get to. Okay. Um, so the the now Maybe. we're back to the ending. So okay. Street got Aaron pregnant. The, Somehow. the waitress Miracle the baby. with Miracle Baby. Because um, he didn't put it in her butt. <laughs> that 
we can glean from con- context that yes, or, or at least not exclusively. Not exclusively. Yeah, right? no. I mean, it, yeah. yeah, it could have been a part of the proceedings, but right. Uh, so, um, sure, sure. but one, this character uh, Aaron, who uh, he hooked up with after a terrible date with, she rescued him from a terrible date with uh, someone else. Right. Um, and I don't know. There's something about this character and some of this is definitely I'm remembering where this storyline ends up in because this storyline does come up in season three um but like I I watched it and I was very like happy and I was like oh this is like I forgot like how how like I don't know weirdly and like the the rom-com element of it I thought was fun and like their like their meeting and how she's kind of like you know she She's um, witty and uh, yeah. and he, you know, I don't know. I just like them together. I, I think that I think that they're fun together. She was very charming. Um, I didn't. I was sad to realize it was a one night stand at first. And right. Yeah. And uh, and he's been. You know why you like that big speech, Dan? Why do I like that big speech? The Wilco song. That was like the fifth one this season. Oh, I, I don't I don't know Wilco very well, so I didn't know. I mean, the song was great, but I didn't I didn't I didn't recognize like, oh, that's Wilco. Yeah. Um, but it was it did the song was great in that scene. Um, uh, also, oh wait, there's one other street that I just remembered that I wanted to bring up. Um, so in episode thirteen, which is the first one of this of this run, that's the episode where uh, Street becomes a car salesman. Yes, and gets pranked, and uh, he he can't sell a car. And then um, I wrote this down only because it was the big inspirational speech in the episode. Is when he gaslights the weird guy into buying the car. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, you want this car? You just don't think you deserve it." Yeah, and like, you you should do this. Do this for yourself. And I'm like, "Is he is he tricking him? Like he's tricking him." Yeah, but uh, but you know, also good for street. Seize the day. The you never know what could happen. Like as he's <laughs> in a wheelchair. Yeah, I mean, right. it was. Yeah, it was a like, awkwardly like it was a very weirdly triumphant moment. Right, and it felt a little manipulative, but also, you know, good for street. Like, I was well, like, and that's par for the course with car salesmen. Like, <laughs> should be a little manipulative. Right. <laughs> um, uh, no, but go back to the. So wait, so the baby? Do they have a baby? Does he become a nineteen-year-old dad? Okay. Like, how? So does, where does that so go? So this is stuff that I. This is stuff that comes up in season three. So I need Dustin's permission to spoil it. No, that's. This is okay, because I do remember all of this. Okay, okay so uh, what ends up happening is they start dating in season three, or they start dating after this, um, and, uh, and you know, he, they're, they're trying to make it work, and she's pregnant, and blah, 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 and all that. And then she basically says, uh, look, this is too hard. I need to go back to I need to I need more help. Like when the baby arrives, she's still pregnant, but yeah. she's like, when the baby arrives, I'm going to need help. So I'm going to go back to my parents, and I, I believe they're in Connecticut or New Jersey, anyway, East Coast. And um, and so she's like, I'm sorry, you know, we're great together, but you know, I need to do this. And so he's like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? And then um, somehow he Herc. Billy Riggins and Tim Riggins 
buy a house and flip and like fix it up and flip it. And then they they make money off of it. And then they're all like, yeah, we made, you know, five grand each or whatever the money is. Um, it's not a lot, but right. they make, you know, some money. And then and they're like, what are you going to do? And they're, you know, Tim's probably like, I'm going to go to the strip club or whatever. And they're like, Street, what are you going to do? And he's like, well, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to move to the East Coast and be with Aaron and try to, you know, try to get her back. And they're like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> but OK. Uh, but uh, and then. That leads to the episode called New York, New York, which is one of my favorite episodes of the series. Because, again, Tim Riggins, still in high school, goes to New York with, uh, with Street because Street is like, I need to move to the East Coast to try to win Aaron back and, or at least be near my child. Uh, near my, near my child. Yeah. And, uh, uh, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. There's one thing I screwed up. So the, the kid was born. So, so the baby was there in Austin for a little bit before... Aaron said, I need to go, I need more help. Right. Um, so he hasn't seen his son in like a few months or whatever. Um, they go to New York, uh, they, and it's like Tim and Street's crazy day out in the city where like they're, they're having a New York adventure and uh, <laughs> like he, 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 uh, cause he, he meets this, uh, this agent who's like, oh yeah, if you're ever in New York, you know, look me up and here's my card and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, great. So he take he takes him at his word and like shows up and is like uh, hey you remember you said that like I should look you up if I'm in New York and like get you know you might hook me up with a job and he's like yeah that was a blow off like I, no one no one buys that bullshit right and uh, and he's like oh no what am I gonna do I came here thinking I'd get a job and um, anyway through uh, the magic of uh, storytelling. Uh, Tim Street ends up being able to help this agent sign like a football another football player who they know from like back in the day, and so uh, by getting him to sign him, uh, he's able to kind of like finagle a meeting and get the guy to say like basically like look you need to hire me and here's why and he like gives an impassioned speech and he he comes out of it with a job and so now he's like gonna be like he's gonna work at this sports agency and then he uh, and then he and uh, Riggins go uh, to uh, Aaron's house in Connecticut or New Jersey or wherever it is and he approaches and then she's like what are you doing here because he didn't reach out to her and say like hey I'm going to be on the east coast and he's like hey uh, so just so you know I got a job at this sports sports agency and it pays this much and it's not a lot but it's enough for me to you know start working out here and I'd like to and he's like he's so earnest it's like it's like upsetting because yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I, I, um, he's like, if you want to be with me, I want to be with you. But if you don't, that's okay. But you know, I want to live close enough so that I can be here for our son and you know, uh, yeah, all of that. And then of course she takes him back. Yeah. And so they're like, Oh my God, we're in love, blah, blah, blah. And then the last shot is, uh, is Riggins leaning against the van and like trying not to cry. <laughs> Oh. And it's it's a uh, it's a really great uh, it's it's just a great moment and um, yeah uh, yeah. I mean, I have I to know. say, I did appreciate that um, they took the time. With the you know, even though it's a bummer that that was like literally the last of the season. You right. know, like you don't. It just kind of ends on this something that it just it didn't feel like a finale so much. You wanted right. more. But I right. did appreciate that with that storyline, they, they had the room for Street to, like, completely screw up his interaction with Aaron the first time. Right. Where he really is pushing her. 
And she mm-hmm. is able to push back and be like, no, I'm not ready for this. It's my body. I don't care if this is a miracle baby for you. Right. Like, right. I'm not ready for this. Like, yeah. none of this was supposed to happen. And the way they also sort of, uh, you know, and I don't know how medically accurate it is, but they actually tried to seed in some of the um, the details of, like, what the likelihood of him, given his injuries, mm-hmm. um how that could have worked. Like they, I like that they actually addressed it. Right. Um, and then, and then having him kind of go away, talk to coach, figure out how to approach it better and come to her. And like, I wasn't as convinced by his speech, but I appreciated that it was much more just <laughs> sort of like, it would mean a lot, but like, you know, all I'm asking is that we try. It was a little less right. pressury. Right. And she was receptive to it. It wasn't so much like, I never thought I'd be a father and now I can be, you have to have this baby for me. Right. You know? Because that was, you know, <laughs> not great. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a lot. That the, was a that was version. Yeah, and you know, and you, but you can understand both sides, and you know, right. but I like I actually appreciate that they had that version, had him walk away, and then had them kind of try again. Like, yeah. he takes a step back, finds a better approach. She's able to like give it a you know hear right. him out. Um, although I still, at the end of that scene was like, I still can't believe she agreed. <laughs> I was still like, it would have been great, but it would, yeah. Right. I would have been like, I mean, maybe I'll think about it for a couple of weeks, but like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the, the place that they end up, uh, uh, I, I just love that New York episode so much. Yeah. Um, that I can, that I remember, a lot of how it goes, which is weird. But, oh, Riggins. Uh, I like it. So is just Riggins going on road trips with Street? Is that just like a regular occurrence? Cause, that's just a thing, you know? That yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I can take two weeks off from high school. And, yeah, who cares? And go on a trip. Yeah, um, shark stem cells, you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this season. Man, but he really did. It was like the first half of the season was something completely different. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> it was just insane. And all the things that you guys had led me to believe season two would be. And then the back half of the season was pretty straightforward. Right. So weirdly, like the... So I, I this is kind of where I wanted to end, end up, which was... I'm, I'm curious to know your final thoughts over the season and like how... Uh, because it feels like a little like you were you were drawn in a little bit by the end, and you kind of started to care about these characters. And... Yes, I did, and I I think that I you know it's still not necessarily my type of show, <laughs> but what I do as I'm watching it, I will concede that uh, I was expecting that the more insane elements would appeal to me, and they did. Mm-hmm. But the show really does shine in those in some of those emotional moments when they just hit something so right. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of the the conversations between Coach and Tammy or, uh, you know, like we were talking about the stuff with Smash or, you know, there's a lot of these character moments and that that is what shines. There was a lot less football than I was expecting. Oh, which me too. A, which was a good, <laughs> a good thing for me. Although, you know, I have to say, you know, if I'm if I were to really like what my absolute favorite moments in the season were, it was any time I could be annoyed by Julie, 
which was every episode. So that was fine. Uh, and I, you know, and I, and it really was some of the, like just the murder stuff and the dumb, like I love, I think I wasn't, I was expecting to be annoyed by the show. I wasn't expecting to love how much I was annoyed by the show. So there were moments that I genuinely loved, but I still really liked just being irritated. And I really liked Riggins getting Saracen drunk. <laughs> I don't know. Riggins. I mostly just like Riggins. He's great. I love him. He's great, right? He's great. I love how he is a screw up. Mm-hmm. And I love how nothing goes right for him. But then he tries and then he and you think he's learned something. And then the next episode, he just has apparently unlearned it because he's back to being a screw up. And it just vacillates <laughs> wildly, but it's still Riggins. So you don't care. I feel like they did not say full eyes. Uh, clear, clear eyes. eyes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They did. They and said they it. They said it before the game. Smash said it. But it feels yeah. like they say it a lot in other seasons. They and probably said it the like least. Riggins said yeah. Texas Forever that often. I don't remember him yeah. saying that ever. Is that yeah, a Texas thing? Texas Forever does not. Texas Forever is a is a big thing. It's uh, you remember it from the pilot, which you watched. Yes. Sorry, Tori. Uh, and. Uh, <laughs> It it becomes like it becomes one of the most like so again in the New York episode, um, it's the last thing he says to Street, which is nice because uh, that's their thing in the pilot, right? And then Dan cried. And then I cried like a baby. <laughs> it's so good. That episode is so good. Maybe I'll watch it tonight after this. No, I got other stuff to do. Um, but. Uh, and then it comes, and it comes through even through like the end of the end of the show. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad we did this. Thank you guys for allowing me to watch the worst season of Friday Night Lights. <laughs> and Dustin, I'm assuming clearly Dustin is going to continue. So it's uh, you, yes. you still you still love it. <laughs> Yeah, was there anything that surprised you guys? Uh, for me, I I had forgotten. Um, there were a lot of things in this run of episodes that I'd forgotten. Uh, I'd forgotten how soapy it was. Um, and realistic, I mean, in reality, the show is probably much soapier than I than I remember. Yeah. Um, or like I would view it now as much more soapy than, than I did back then. Right. Um, but, uh, I had forgotten the volleyball. I had forgotten, um, uh, uh, I had forgotten some of the, like I'd forgotten the thing with, uh, Peter Berg. Um, there were, yeah, I, I, I kind of, but the other thing is that like, as, as much as, the the fandom of Friday Night Lights likes to say that this is the worst season, which it probably is, but uh, kind of like Dustin, I, I think I was surprised that I was still enjoying it so much because in my mind it had been like, this is the bad season. This is the right. one you don't want to watch. Um, but there are still so many, mo- like, you know, maybe moments. not whole episodes, but there are moments where I'm like, oh, this is why I love the show. Yeah. Um, and and a lot of it were those those emotional moments, which I think is what... Um, but I think it's what this show excelled at and what they hit much better in other seasons. Um, right. 
I was yeah. also very surprised at how little football there was because yeah. I had forgotten that part. There is no um, football. I was like, is yeah. this a football show? Yeah. Um, no, I think the you know I think that's the emotional moments really came through, and if there's yeah, I, yeah. I, I um, I feel like there's it was a lot worse than I remembered, but I loved it a lot more than I remembered. <laughs> I tell people when they watch Friday Night Lights to skip season two, and I don't think I would say that anymore. I don't think you can skip say, it. I think it's actually important. Watching. Yeah. You should watch season two. Yeah. No. I mean, if you and, don't and, watch and, season two, how will you know about shark stem cells? Right. And, and kind of when you get, like you said, Tori, like once you kind of get past that and the murder storyline, like what you watched in the last maybe five or six episodes, that's much more closer to what the show is right. I feel like um, or what the what the rest of the show is I mean yeah um, once I get over my seething anger at coach for abandoning his <laughs> wife with her awful daughter and newborn child it is unfortunate that you did not get to see coach in better moments because <laughs> this is probably his low point I did get oh I did like I held that resentment for half the season and I finally got <laughs> over it but it took me quite a while I can now um, appreciate coach uh, Tori, do you have any questions? Since I don't know if you will watch the rest of the series, do you have any questions about where people end up or things we can spoil well, for you? I think you we, we covered a lot of it. I know we yeah. mentioned before that, like, Julie and Saracen end up together. Mm-hmm. Poor Saracen. Uh, <laughs> and they fun. end up in Chicago, I guess. Yeah, um, they... Um, I'm trying to think of how that plays out. So Julie goes off to college in, I believe, season four... Uh, there's a whole college storyline. Um, I think she sleeps with a professor. Uh, of course she does. And then, uh, and then ends up she, Julie. and then, uh, but she ends up coming back. So Saracen doesn't leave town until Julie comes back, and then they kind of, he he's like gonna go to art school, and then like doesn't want to because I think he doesn't want to abandon his grandma, and then his mom comes back, and then that's like a thing. Um, I think the mom stays so that he can leave, and then and then Wait, they go is to. Is his sh- mom she- played by Kim Dixon? Kim Dickens, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, I'd and then that. and then so so when their storyline ends, um, which is like you know the end of the series, then Saracen's able to go off to art school in Chicago, and then Julie. By that point, they've reconciled, and then Julie goes with him. Aww. I guess poor Sarah. And you see, you see one moment of them in Chicago, which was you know in an apartment. So it's clearly still shot in Austin, but right. <laughs> so they're doing okay. Uh, Lila does not end up with Riggins. She does not. She uh, she goes off to Vanderbilt um, and then comes back briefly in season four. But basically, after season three, she's done because she left to go do uh, the short-lived Charlie's Angels TV show. Right. Um, yes, so I believe did. that's why she left, uh, like in, in real life. And Derek Jeter. And Derek Jeter. Uh, and so Street moves to Connecticut, New York mm-hmm. area. Uh, what about, so yeah, what, ha- I know you said Street go, um, Riggins goes to prison, uh, uh, covering up for his brother. Yep. And then he gets out. He gets out. Uh, he kind of. He he's you know struggling and trying to find his way. Um, he kind of mentors uh, that girl who ends up with uh, Matt. Uh, 
uh, why am I forgetting the the Matt Loria's uh, character? Um, but he he's basically comes back, doesn't know what he's doing, is kind of a screw up, um, or you know continues so to be usual. a screw up. Yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> But he ends up in a nice place by the end where he and Billy kind of come to a good place and, like, their, like, like their brotherly bond is stronger. Um, partially, I'm sure, because Riggins went to jail for him. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and they have a nice moment where, by the end, Riggins is kind of... Um, so, in the pilot, he talks about his dream of, like, building a house and just, like, living in, you know, rural Texas, like, like in Dillon, basically, but having, you know, just whatever, having the land and drinking beer. And so he and his brother have that moment at the end, at the end of the series. Okay. But does part of his figuring everything out involve him officially becoming an assistant coach or some sort of like sports (laughs) department lackey? Because I really liked that. Like, does he, does he help any women's athletic teams? I don't think so. So what were they even setting up? Like, his path to redemption was right there. Mm-hmm. All he needed to do was help some more gymnastics teams. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what happens in... Um... Yeah, I don't, I don't remember exactly what happens. I just remember that that's not... Uh... Yeah, he doesn't, they, they never get back to that, Does which he, is unfortunate because that's kind of, like, that was like a moment where he seems like, oh, he he's kind of suited for this. Yeah. Also, does he ever move back in with Coach and Tammy? Because I loved that. They, they should have <laughs> spent more time on that. I don't believe so. Uh, but, but yeah, I don't think I, I can continue remember. watching this show. It just sounds like it's going to be a disappointment. <laughs> totally. <sighs> uh, if you if you want a ball like a little baby, uh, season three. Season my, three. That's my so, and, then, and then you can get to the Michael. And then after you've gone through season three, and you're like, well, Michael B. Jordan shows up in season four, so maybe. So you then you can have do to that. continue watching, and yeah. then so Tyra joins a rodeo. She she doesn't join a rodeo. She goes on the road with her rodeo boyfriend. And then comes uh, back. and then and then comes back and then eventually gets into UT and leaves I think. And Landry think does he does he become a musician? Sounds right. Uh, he definitely does, but I don't remember. I don't remember how he gets written out. He goes to he moves to New Mexico to live with his uncle. Really. No, but oh. that would be great because that would mean that it ties into the uh, into the Breaking Bad universe. That would be really funny. I was waiting for it to be like, he is convicted of a completely different murder, which happened off screen. <laughs> uh, he got a taste for it. All right. And does, by the end of the show, how old is baby Gracie Pants? What do they call her? Great Gracie Bell, Gracie Gracie Pooh? Bell, is that like? Um, at first, I thought that was like her cutesy name, and then I was like, no, they literally her middle name is Bell, isn't it? I think so. Ugh. Okay. Uh, uh, does she ever grow into like not creepy baby size? Is she ever like running around as a toddler or? I think she does become a toddler by the end of it, but. Um... 
She's kind of. written out at the end of season three as well. <laughs> She's not she graduated. Uh, she, <laughs> that'd be good. Um, no, because uh, yeah, she's she's still around, but you know, in the in the background, she doesn't get her own storyline. You know, how? I would just, go ahead. I would just add that Aunt Landry is a freshman when the show starts. So in the fourth season, he is actually still on the team while everybody else has graduated. But, but he Saracen goes to East Dillon, right? Too. No, Saracen was a sophomore. Yeah, he goes one. I think. I thought they were the same age. Yeah, you'd think so. <laughs> There's only a... <laughs> Touche. Uh, so, how about Tammy? I know Coach ends up getting stuck coaching East Dillon, but... Don't. You can't tell her the end of the series. Do Wait, they what? get divorced? You have to watch that one. No. What happens? Oh, they don't get I mean, divorced, it's, it's, do they? No, but oh, it's such a good. Oh my god, I love the finale so much. It's what so happens? Good. How is Tammy? It's the best finale ever. Wait, wait, Dustin, why don't you, you cannot, take off your no? Take off your headphones. I'll, I'll tell. No, no, I know the finale. Oh, okay. I know the finale. I don't want her to know it without seeing it. It's not the same. You but have to see the finale. Google it. I'll just Google it. You can skip the entire everything else and just watch the finale, and it will still resonate just as much. Well, that's not accurate. You have to give me. You have to give me a well, hint as to why it's worth watching out of context. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, oh. Oh. Uh, here, here's a way to put it. Did <laughs> yeah. you Did you ever watch the hit NBC sitcom Wings? Yes, of course. Did you watch to the end of Wings? I know I did when it aired. I don't remember what the end of Wings was. Do you remember what happens in Wings? I mean, it's two brothers running planes. Right, I, I, I meant, do you, do you remember the finale? No, I mean, would, do they sell it? Uh, yeah, but there's a, uh, there, there's a specific reason why I mentioned that. So I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out a way to do this without, without completely they spoiling move. it for you. Do they move? They move. They go someplace. Tony Shalhoub shows up. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Let's just say that it's, um, uh, it's so the much of the opposite of TMU. They end up at a really intellectual bad sports program college. Oh, he actually takes a job and keeps it. They go together. <laughs> he doesn't abandon his wife for a change. <laughs> well, he definitely doesn't abandon his wife. Does she uh, get the job? Does she uh, get the job? You're 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 in the arena. <gasps> she goes someplace and yeah. he follows her. Oh! Does she become a God. coach? Does she Did coach it. women's volleyball at like Princeton or you have something? To see this. She becomes the the coach of like in the track that she's on. Um, oh. Where? I okay, cute. He follows her career. Yeah, because you know football. It's forty-two minutes, Tori. Forty-two minutes. Oh, and the finale. No, but the finale has so many good moments. It, it no, but the problem is that you, she can't. I, I mean, so many. You, you would enjoy it, but all the characters the, that I've watched have already been written out by the finale. Well, no, but but the ones that the ones that you know who are still there, they'll get like you'll see their ending, which is nice. Um, but you'll also get the end of uh, oh, that f- Michael last B. Jordan's game is wow. The last football game is so good. Because obviously the football games are the parts that I, I really right, care but about. Except the football game is basically a montage. Uh, oh, 
Wait. So it kind of works. I meant uh, to and, ask. Yeah. Is what is Michael B. Jordan playing? Is he a smashy boy or a kicky boy? He's uh he's a quarterback, so he's like Saracen. Okay. He's a throwy boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's a throwy boy. Oh, and Matt Loria's story ends, and that that's real like bittersweet. Um, oh, and Journey Smollett's story is so good. Look, okay, I, I take it back. You have to you have to keep watching. Tori. <laughs> <laughs> You've almost got me convinced. Oh, it's just that that final mo- the 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 final montage is so good because it because it, it, it gets right. you. And again, these are a lot of these characters who you who you'd see in that are characters who are from season four and five. So you don't have an emotional attachment to them right now. But uh, but it's it's great. It's a, it's just a good finale compared um, to the six feet under finale. Julie dies in the finale. Don't lie to me. <laughs> it's don't, a montage. Don't make of promises all the you can't keep. Dustin. Julie could die. <laughs> uh, no, uh, it's it's not. I would say it's not quite like the six feet under finale, it, especially because it's dealing with everyone dying. Yeah, it doesn't quite hit it's that level, but it's like like punch. I would say it hits like the Parks and Rec finale, like it's at that level oh, okay. where you get to see where everyone ends up. Yeah, um, and it's nice and fulfilling. Okay, but not in a everybody dies way, <laughs> which was great. Like that finale is also oh, that finale. <laughs> Julie does not die. I'm going to dispel that right now. Yeah, that would I would be so upset if I watched it expecting her to die and she didn't. <laughs> Ugh. I would not be upset if I watched it and she just continued to be the worst. Cuz she <laughs> ugh. Anyway, okay. Oh, Michael B. Jordan's so good. I know, I do want to see him. Ugh. This is not fair. Because the and season like wasn't the, bad enough for me to be like, and, I no longer want to watch this show. And the thing is, like, with, with Michael B. Jordan, because of, like, his character arc and that kind of thing, um, he's, like, very much like the... Like, it's right in his wheelhouse because his, his character is raw and kind of, like, um, like, you know, struggling to find his place, which I feel like is really... Like, he's really good at that kind of role. Yeah. Um, and, like, had, like, he has a lot of the thing. Like, I think, again we might have talked about this earlier, but like he has a lot of the, the way that like Santiago can be both powerful and vulnerable. He, he, uh, they do that with him, but his storyline is much longer and, you know, doesn't just disappear. So, um, so, so it's, it's just really, it's just really good. And like, he's so good in that role. Um, and it's, uh, uh, um, well, now I have. Now I'm gonna have to keep watching because now I want to watch. <laughs> yeah, you've just end. talked yourself into it. <laughs> uh, well, it's fine. I'll enjoy it. Uh, it'll be a good, uh, good palate cleanser before I go to sleep. But yeah, um, after you've watched three episodes of Supernatural. Right. Okay. Good. So that brings us to. Uh, we don't have the specific episodes yet, but they will be in the show notes because next month Tori what are we doing next month I will be curating a special 15 episode collection of supernatural essential episodes uh, (laughs) to introduce Dan and Dustin to the series Um, as you all know it is uh, the season is it was supposed to have ended the show was supposed to have ended this year because of the pandemic Uh, Mm. production was halted so the final episodes will be airing um, 
I think. Someday. Someday, eventually. Uh, But yeah, so they're in their 15th season. It is their last season. I don't know how the show will end. I imagine they'll kill God. It's a whole thing. Uh, (laughs) But we're going to be taking um, the whole month of August. We're cheating slightly. The last episode will post, uh, I believe, September 2nd. So we'll we'll technically record it in August. All of them will be recorded in August. So yeah, we're... It, we're still cool. It's fine. Uh, so we'll do three episodes a week. We'll post the episodes. Um, it's not, obviously, we're not watching them entirely linearly. Uh, this is not like Friday Night Lights where we can just blast through a single season because, as I'm sure, if you are at all familiar with Supernatural, you know there is no bad season of Supernatural. It is all amazing. <laughs> I just have to pick the most amazing bits for these guys. So, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll do 15 episodes, three episodes a week and, uh, try and see if I can make Dan and Dustin fall in love and continue watching all of And so, so just to, just so everyone, and we'll, I'm sure we'll say this at the top of next week again, but, um, Tori, you've seen all the episodes, is that correct? Okay. And I have seen three episodes at this point. I've seen the first two. And then one meta episode that you recommended, which I loved. Yes. Um, and Dustin has seen none. Dustin, is that right? Dustin's having technical issues, so we'll just assume that he said uh, he he hasn't seen any episodes. Um, yes. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure that he's actually watched any of it. Although, since half the cast of The Walking Dead have shown up in the show, you know. There's something for him to enjoy. Right. I have a feeling. Um, but uh, anyway, that... Uh, oh, Dustin's typing in our chat because uh, his... Uh, anyway, yeah, something something's going on with his audio. Uh, hopefully you can hear him because I don't know what's going to happen when I try to edit this. But uh, anyway, that's coming up. Uh, those episodes will be in the post and also in the show notes. Yep. So you will definitely... You can watch along with us uh, if you so choose. But... Uh, I don't know. That's that's it. No game this week because I just wanted to kind of like let us recap. Also, I forgot to come up with a game, so that's also a thing. I don't think we um, no. We we got to. We don't need a game. We talked about yeah. how everyone ends up, and I think that was right. perfect. Yeah, uh, and now uh, I have to go watch some Friday Night Lights. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway. Um, Thank you, Tori, for going on this journey with us. Thank you, guys. I (laughs) had a blast. And we definitely look forward to uh, Supernatural, Supernatural August. That's that's what they say. And I look Uh, forward to watching the finale of Friday Night Lights and shocking you all when I tell you that I did that. (laughs) uh, I I would, by the way, I would absolutely love to hear what you think of that. I will watch it. um, Especially if it's out of context. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Dustin can't say goodnight, but we will say goodnight for him. So goodnight. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Dustin's typing (laughs) Julie dies. Stop lying. (laughs) Goodnight.